You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT three sixty five. And I tell you what, you know, there, you know, we did the episode a long while ago on all of the uh, vernacular, the terms, uh, the lingo of NFTs and this NFT world. Everything from wag me to rug pull to D Y O D R, uh, to, you know, pretty much covered the, the gamut there. Uh, of course we had, uh, you know, missed like things, a couple of things I think on that episode, uh, like FUD, uh, which stands for the fear, uncertainty, and doubt. When people spread FUD, it's usually with a mission to, you know, either cause harm or to spread, uh, you know, to kind of tank another project. But I tell you what, the, you know, the, one of the things that, you know, I've always worked hard here on the podcast and really my entire career was not allowing, uh, terminology to be used in such a way that it becomes kind of like the barrier to entry, right? I think a lot of times, you know, these terminology, the things that we throw around, especially in the tech space are oftentimes used, you know, either because they're not marketers that are putting things out there, right? There's tech people and devs and creatives. Um, and other times they're used, you know, to kind of create that, that uh, illusion or that kind of, you know, kind of reinvent things, right? Where we, we talk about something like edge computing, right? Rather than just saying like, this is the, the next version, we kind of make up terms around it. But there's also times where I look at, um, you know, the way that we kind of explain things and I really try to dive in and I would recommend you know, everyone to kind of think of it this way is that, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the culture determines some of the, like kind of the structure of, of how things are happening, especially in the early adoption space. Right. And so there'll be times where, you know, we might not, you know, like that this is a trend or we might not like that, that we have to kind of like, define this word, but we also know that in many cases, uh, the vernacular, the words that we use, um, kind of get filtered out over time, right? Like nobody really cares what type of network, uh, your cell phone is on, right? Like you'll even notice a lot of the cell phone carriers now are, you know, the whole idea of like 3g, 4g, LTE, 5g, 5g plus all this ridiculous, like we just want to know as consumers oftentimes that, you know, our phone's going to work and what's the highest, you know, what's the best possible speed that we can get. Right. And, and, you know, as someone that's a, a tech guy, right, I, I found my, my niche or my niche as kind of like being the translator of geek speak. And funny enough, I think a lot of people assume that meant geek speak as in like translating the terms or translating the, the tech side. But for me, it's actually oftentimes translating the why or the how or kind of like the bigger picture on, you know, macro and micro trends that we see in the space. And 
you know, this podcast is daily because of course we've said that the, the, you know, space changes so fast, sometimes within hours, sometimes within, you know, a couple of days, you know, we will see in complete trend changes in this industry. And I I think it's fun, um, but it can be a little bit overwhelming. And, and one of the things I just wanted to kind of highlight is that, you know, we do have to, we have to recognize that if we're using some terminology and our goal is to, you know, unite our fan base or connect with our people, then that, that, you know, using cultural norm, uh, you know, terminology actually is, is smart, right? Cause it kind of connects and lets people know that like you're in the know and, and you're part of this whole, you know, journey. Well, at the same time, the, the times when we're trying to, you know, onboard more people or we're trying to, you know, uh, at events, right. I've been to a bunch of events lately with, uh, you know, NFT events. And one of the things that I struggle with is that, you know, I often forget that, you know, if people aren't aware or don't know um, about something, oftentimes they'll attend an event. Like I, I, the first time I ever t- uh, attended or spoke at uh, the National Speakers Association event, um, I was like blown away that it wasn't full of a whole bunch of speakers. It was actually a, a lot of aspiring speakers and people wanted to, know, to learn more about speaking. And that might sound like, okay, duh, Brian, but that's not always you know the case. And, and I'll say these NFT events... You know, because I believe they have some of the most dynamic and diverse and unique eclectic human beings that I've ever seen in one place. And, you know, that was extremely true in New York. It's been true the last couple of events we've had, you know, Miami. Uh, it's just that people have, you know, to make an NFT project or really this NFT space uh, shine, you can come at it in so many different ways and you can have a background, you know, in so many different uh, arenas. But I will tell you that one of the one of the big pieces is that there's a lot of assumptions made in this space and things like if someone was in crypto, they probably understand NFTs or if someone's in NFTs, they probably understand crypto or someone that has been heavily invested in crypto and made money. They probably know exactly what the metaverse is and why it's there. And what I'm here to tell you is uh, not the case. That is 100% not the case. I've actually found in many cases, those that have been heavy into one of the you know, four areas, right? From social tokens to cr- cryptocurrency to NFTs to the metaverse. If you've been heavy in one of those for like three years, and that means you were like a massively early adopter, in most cases, those people either haven't been paying attention to the other one of the other uh, you know vehicles into Web three, or if they have, um, mostly from like a tangential kind of side, or even just you know supporting friends and not really seeing you know underlying uh, value. and And the reason I think this is such an important conversation to be had is that you know a lot of people that are listening to this podcast, I know a lot are kind of start off as collectors, and then you know, kind of getting ideas of creating your own collection and, you know, all the amazing people that come up to me at the event and say, Brian, you inspired me to, you know, start building out my community or telling my story or putting uh, my voice out there so that I can start to grow, you know, my world. You know, that to me, um, it hits home. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, my advice has always been, you know, funny enough, even though I'm the press the damn button guy, uh, my advice has always been, you should be a collector before you're a creator in this NFT space. And the reason I think that we also have to kind of tap into 
like understanding why we're using certain terms and how we can kind of translate it is let's just face it. The mass majority of people that aren't listening to podcasts aren't currently attending these events where, where they see things, you know, where they're exposed to things are oftentimes the media. And then those of us like that are listening to the podcast, right? Our friends, our family that are seeing what we're doing, but they're not always like listening or learning, right? I have a lot of people in my network, probably some of the people that are listening to this podcast that are like, Oh, that's just Fanzo being Fanzo. Like he always likes to, you know, splash around and try new areas and do new things. And, uh, you know, we'll see what he's doing in a year. If he's still doing it, we'll, you know, we'll check him out or whatever. And, and I respect that. I understand that. But I will tell you that the, the way we use certain terms in some cases can actually, you know, really alienate. And in some, you know, in other cases provide like extra confusion, right? I, and, and I said at this event, you know, one of the things that I found was that the metaverse, the conversation around the metaverse in the NFT circles, oh my goodness, it is a hot mess. It is what, what the metaverse is for so many that are, that are heavy in the NFT space is that, I mean, people are all over the map. I, I was jokingly saying that like, we're going to have to re-educate people coming out of these events because even what you know, what one person is telling another in this space, it can be a little bit confusing, a little bit overwhelming. And so the the other part of this that I just think we have to think about is that we also don't want to be the ones that become too reliant on the terminology or culture and not willing to kind of help drive our own version of the culture and trends. And, you know, we, we host, co-host, uh, I co-host, uh, with Manushka and uh, Shira on Monday nights, a show called Alpha Mondays. And Alpha Mondays, the goal of Alpha Mondays is to share Alpha, which Alpha, from you know, from the days of me being in the computer space, like in t- early two thousand, Alpha was the, was the release before beta releases. So Alpha was usually in the, like the software, in the security, and in my world, um, I would always get an email and say, Hey, Brian. We're, we're going to go live in beta of our new product, and we're going to roll it out to some of our early adopters. But we have an alpha version that we would love for you to check out. And what that meant was it was not complete. It still had some things to do. It, it was kind of like that insider, like, hey, we want to give you the preview. We want to give you put you in the know before the others that are in the know, right? It's like, it's like that. And not really even insider information, but it's like it's the preview. It's the, it's the stuff that, that allows you to kind of not only – feel like you're in there first, but in some cases you get to help shape the way things are using or or done. And I will say the idea of alpha here in the NFT space, you know, it can be a little bit mucky because some people will say that, that alpha is just, you know, they're talking like, Hey, here's some alpha. Our roadmap includes a, B and C, right. Or, um, we have some alpha for you and it just is making a, a general announcement that is already on the website, right. Or, you know, even in the sense of, you know, when we think about things from a standpoint of, uh, you know, how can we make people feel important, included, but also feel like we're going to reward the early adopters, right? We take care of those that are in here first. Well, I think one of the things we just have to realize is that, you know, if, if we start overusing words like alpha or we start making people feel as though the, the big announcements, the, you know, it's, it is as funny as it, as it is, it sounds right. It's the whole cry wolf, uh, little red riding hood, right? We have a tendency to overly inflate 
minor uh, updates or minor information or even just information that is public that we are relabeling. And for some, that just seems like that's not a big deal. But actually, I think it is a big deal. I actually think we have to be extremely diligent in the terms that we're using, the way that we're using them in the sense that we need to make sure that we don't turn our, our audience to crying wolf or the idea that's like, oh, that's just normal. That's what they do. Or that, hey, this is okay. Like shilling is okay. Or, you know, and shilling, you know, is really just, you know, promoting your project. And, you know, I think there are some ways that we can do that. And I have an uh, upcoming episode on like some best practices for talking about your projects on, on Twitter spaces, on video, on at conferences. I'm, I'm really kind of break that down. I actually did uh, about five years ago, I broke down, um, I, I can probably pull it up. I have a really good document on um, how to really maximize events. And I go through a lot of the, the t- tips and tricks that even the things I do pre-event, the things I do post-event, the way that I uh, you know, change uh, profile and on Twitter, some other those type of things as well. So with all of that being said, the, the thing that I think we just have to wrap our head around, we have to own and we have to recognize in this current day right now where we're at is that words are important, but we also have to recognize that there's a time and place for us to lean into the culture or for us to each be the translators. Imagine if we could each take on this role of translating the use cases, translating the value that we've found in this space, the value that we've discovered, the, the, the aha moments, the, the, the stories that matter most to us. And then translate them outside of our world, outside of our ecosystem, our bubble, right? And I'm determined to be speaking at a lot of events this year that aren't just NFT or crypto events. You know, I want to bring these conversations to the masses, but I also know they're probably not ready to hire me to speak on just NFTs. So one of the talks that we're moving towards is a talk around digital ownership and redefining digital ownership or your digital identity, and of course, those kind of talks are going to be there. But guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to integrate NFTs and the value that social tokens hold. And by doing so, I'm going to have like that right people in the wrong room and the wrong people in the right room. And the sense of what I mean by that is how can we get the attention of those that don't want to learn about what NFTs or crypto or social tokens or metaverse are, but we know that if they see the light, if they, we are able to cut through the BS they would be on. They would they would make this culture better. They would they would be an a, a, you know added benefit to what we're doing. So, with that being said, I'm going to challenge each and one of everyone that's listening to this podcast. Take it upon yourself to find ways to translate terminology into the public to make it easier for people to understand, and then also take it upon yourself to really be careful on who you're listening to and, and the words that people are using, and recognize some of those nuances and some of those things that we know are extremely important to us in this space. As always, I appreciate everyone for listening. If you haven't subscribed, please hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting app. And if you love the podcast even more, we would love a review over on Apple Podcast. Or if you're using Spotify, you can give us a five-star review in the mobile app. Just scroll about halfway down uh, the podcast and you should see the five stars there. They don't allow written uh, reviews over there on Spotify, but they do on uh, Apple. So I really appreciate it. If you want to help out the podcast, that would be amazing. But until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. This show is-